Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And just, uh, really sh- uh, just know that... I and Felicia, I know she's not with us at the moment on the show. I'd love to get her on the show once again, but myself, you know, mainly, I, I you know, I've been with Larry. Uh, Larry is a good friend of mine. I've talked about this before. Me and him go way back to high school days, Paris, California, Paris High School. Me and him, you know, we're running the trenches then. Uh, Larry has always been uh, very good to me. Uh, he's been a good friend, uh, a calm voice. Just want to. Just put that out there. Thanks again uh, to Larry for always uh, showing love and support for this show. It's much appreciated. Very much appreciated. And with that said, let's just jump into it, guys. We got a little bit of uh, stuff to talk about here. Uh, I'm not going to bore you too much with too much uh, wrestling news, but we got a little bit to to talk about. So let's jump into it. But, oh, my whole point about talking about that, (laughs) go to the IE Sports Radio uh, X page. There is a vote, of course, for the Hall of Fame. Uh, We got multiple rounds and categories going on right now. I'm currently in my, I believe this is the second round, or or second to last round, I believe. So do yourself a favor, do me a favor, and it would be much uh, appreciated and blessed. Uh, if you guys could go ahead and vote for your boy, the SoCal Saint, uh, it'll be under my real name of Martine Sandoval. So please do that. I would greatly appreciate it. Shout out to Larry B and, uh, Taryn Rodriguez in the chat room. Thank you guys for, uh, sticking around to listen to the show. So let's jump in with some wrestling news. Some of the final news updates you'll get of the year 2023. So this one kind of goes hand in hand with what I want to talk about. Firstly, let's just jump. Let's put it all in. Uh, starting tomorrow, uh, mid afternoon to late evening, they're going to be starting some show showings for the already uh, seems to be much beloved uh, new film that's coming out this Friday. Of course, I've talked about it here on the show previously. The Iron Claw. The Iron Claw is the true story based on the true story of. The famous wrestling family right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, the Von Erichs. The Von Erich clan, uh, I heard someone say this on a, re- a film review of the movie, they're like the Kennedys of wrestling. The Kennedy family, of course, was maligned with much uh, much success and yet much probably much more tragedy. And I would have to say that definitely goes hand in hand with the Von Erich family, uh, which uh, famously has a so-called Von Erich curse, much like the Kennedy family and the so-called Kennedy curse, the Von Erichs, the brothers, Kevin, Carrie, David, Mike, and Chris. 
This film is coming out nationwide starting Thursday night. They're starting to have showings at uh, mid-afternoon. I, myself, will be uh, attending a showing with my father uh, tomorrow night at around 7-ish. We're going to go check out the movie. It's coming to you live from uh, A24, the production company A24. The Iron Claw stars Zach, uh, Zach Efron as Kevin Von Erich. Jeremy Allen White, uh, who, if you guys don't know who that is, uh, he was famously on the show Shameless, and he is the star of the Hulu series The Bear. He will be playing Carrie Von Erich, and uh, actually the current AEW World Heavyweight Champion, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, makes an appearance in the film as the uh, kayfabe cousin of the Von Erichs, Lance Von Erich, and you have Chavo Guerrero, Junior, the the son of Chavo Guerrero Sr. and the nephew to the late great Eddie Guerrero, who actually making an appearance in the film as well as the Sheik, and he was actually a big part of the film as he was the stunt coordinator and wrestling trainer for the actors for this show. Uh, excuse me for this film, and it's definitely going to be a big. It's going to be a big hit. It's a it's a it's a great story. If you don't know anything about the Von Erichs. Uh, do yourself a favor and check out this movie. Uh, if you want to know a little bit more about the Von Erich story before you actually check out the film, so you have some sort of idea about what their story is like, you can check out a lot of great videos on uh, YouTube. Or uh, if you have a Hulu subscription and you look at the Vice page, the Dark Side of the Ring series, one of the very first episodes of Season 1 is the Von Erich uh, family story. Uh, there's actually a really great uh, docu-style video on YouTube by Cultaholic Wrestling called The Rise and Fall of Von Erichs. You can check that out as well. If you're a wrestling fan, you will love this film. I'm sure you will. If you're not a wrestling fan, I believe you'll also love this film because from all the reviews I've been reading and listening to, it is definitely a triumph of cinema and possibly could be a contender during Oscar season. Hell, there's already talk of Zac Efron deserving an Oscar nomination as well as the film itself being nominated for an Oscar. So, hey, uh, wrestling's going mainstream, I guess. Speaking of the production company that uh, made this film, A24, Dwayne Johnson is set to headline an upcoming film under A24's banner, marking his debut collaboration with director Benny Softie. The film will delve into the world of MMA and focus on the tumultuous journey of Mark Kerr, a prominent UFC fighter during his prime. Kerr's challenges with addiction, triumphs in the ring, and personal relationships will be the themes in this film. And apparently, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, for those who don't know, uh, The Rock will be playing Mark Kerr in the film. So that's a a biopic of The Rock's uh, caliber coming from A24. Uh, So... Uh, look out for that guys when we get more information on that so new japan pro wrestling announced uh, uh, about a week ago today that it is joining the united japan pro wrestling uh company or group this is a new industry group representing professional wrestling in japan consisting of nine promotions the nine promotions that are under the umbrella of the United Japan Pro Wrestling are as follows. Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate, Stardom, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, Gone Bear Pro Wrestling, DDT Pro, Pro Wrestling Noah, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and now New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
The formation of this group will be marked by an event on May 6, 2024 in Nippon Budokan under the banner of UJPW. This formation is to further the presence of pro wrestling and its cultural merit in Japanese society at large, allow professional wrestling to contribute further to cultural and sporting sectors, and work toward continued health and prosperity within the industry. That's awesome. So I say big ups to Japan, uh, big ups to whoever decided to uh bring this together to start this group to bring the major companies in the Japanese wrestling scene same the same type of uh uh what's the word I'm thinking of uh you know the same reporting style as they do elsewhere I believe I mean Sports Illustrated reports on professional wrestling uh ESPN uh reports on professional wrestling and uh you know, I don't see that ever changing. I just don't think we'll ever see something like this where, like, the major companies of the United States are, are falling under one united umbrella. That that I don't think will happen. But big ups to Japan for being able to bring together something like that, for sure. So AEW and the WWE have been hit with some uh, injury bugs, unfortunately. So Kenny Omega has been sidelined indefinitely due to injury. It seems Kenny Omega is facing yet another setback in his wrestling journey. Earlier today, he shared on social media that he's facing indefinite hiatus, posting a hospital photo and expressing gratitude for doctors intervening when the pain became unbearable. However, he hasn't disclosed the specific reason behind this latest sidelining. This is what he put on his X page. I can't really sugarcoat this i'm out indefinitely i tried to keep pushing past the pain for as long as i could until it became too much luckily doctors caught me when they did i'll be here so in the meantime please enjoy wrestling omega has had a history of various injuries having been out of action from november 2021 to august 2022 due to a hernia and knee injuries despite his return in august 2022 for trios action he has had limited singles matches amounting to just 12 since his comeback. His most recent match was on the December 9th episode of AEW Collision, where he secured a victory against Ethan Page. Unfortunately, his participation in a scheduled Tag Team Championship Challenge at AEW World's End on December 30th alongside Chris Jericho against Ricky Starks and Big Bill is now uncertain due to his current health situation. Since this article came out, it was revealed that the injury is actually a severe illness that Kenny Omega has sustained, and it is the same illness that took Brock Lesnar out of the UFC, and that is diverticulitis. Kenny Omega has been struck with diverticulitis. It's very serious. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard that people could die from it, but luckily he was caught in time. And Kenny will be out wrestling for quite some time. We may not see Kenny Omega in an AEW ring until the following year. Probably time women's champ, women's champion in the WWE. Charlotte Flair, it was announced officially by the WWE four days ago that Charlotte Flair will be out for nine months after suffering a knee injury on SmackDown two weeks ago. Or SmackDown last week. This happened last Friday. Charlotte initially it was it was only thought to have been one tear uh, an ACL tear but upon further review it is actually a meniscus ACL and MCL tear so Charlotte is going to be out for damn near a year 
with a knee injury, recuperating from a knee injury. So whatever WrestleMania plans they had for Charlotte Flair for this coming spring in Philadelphia are definitely going to have to be reevaluated at this point. So that's unfortunate. Uh, Sorry to hear that for Charlotte Flair. On the uh, upside of <laughs> this uh, this terrible injury that she suffered, apparently Charlotte Flair is one of the very first superstars on the WWE roster to sign a contract extension with the company since merging with the UFC under the name TKO. And apparently this is a huge, huge money deal for several years. The extension is one of the highest paid deals to a woman in WWE history. And a travel bus was also included in the new deal. That's insane. I mean, that's fucking awesome. Fantastic. Get your money, girl. I can't do nothing but, but clap for that. Haters want to hate, but not me. I'm going I'm to give credit where credit is due. Get whatever deal you can. Make your money. Make your money now, especially at this point in her career, especially after taking that injury. That's great that WWE is like, you know, we're not going to fuck around. We're going to, you want, what do you want? We're going to work with you and we're going to meet in the middle somewhere. Here you go. Here's this beautiful contract that no other woman has ever been given before in the WWE's history. And we're going to throw a bus in there for you too. So congrats to Charlotte for that. Unfortunate uh, news here, Uh, Liv Morgan, the former WWE SmackDown Women's Champion and former WWE Women's Tag Team Champion, was arrested a few days ago at a traffic stop for possession of weed and possible possession of additional drugs. According to PWI, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, she may have had some synthetic cabinoid, or uh, what later was found out to be a vape with... um, uh, you know, some sort of marijuana esque oil in the vape itself. Uh, that really sucks to see uh, uh, Liv Morgan getting arrested. And apparently, because of the arrest, she has been suspended for 30 days without pay from the WWE, even though she's at home recuperating from an injury. Uh, she will not be paid for 30 days due to the wellness violation of the arrest. Uh, I don't know if she'll have to pay a fine on top of that, but. That's unfortunate, though the upside is she probably has one of the most beautiful mugshots I have ever seen because Liv Morgan is just, oh, gorgeous, and (laughs) she looked absolutely gorgeous in her mugshot, so that's cool. That's an upside. (laughs) Congratulations to MJF, the AEW World Champion, was just recently inducted this past Monday at into the National Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. The current AEW World Champion was just inducted in an awesome ceremony Monday, December 18th, where fans were also invited to attend into the National Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. That's fantastic to hear, especially at this point in his career where I feel like he's, I don't even feel like he's in his peak yet. His career is just really starting to hit a stride. He is one of the longest, if not the longest reigning AEW world champion in the company's, uh, in the company's history. I'm trying to look up other, other national Jewish sports hall of fame members to see what kind of a, uh, what kind of uh, class he is now among. Let's see. What other members of the uh, Jewish Sports Hall of Fame are in there? 
for wow, there's a lot. There's a whole bunch. So let me see. <laughs> Give me one second, guys. I'm doing this like at the moment here. Uh, you got uh, for boxing. You got Max Bear. For golf, you have Herman Barron. For American football, you got Harris Barton. For table tennis, you got Laszlo Bellick. For basketball, you got Senda Barrison. Weightlifting, you got Isaac Berger. I don't even see any other professional wrestlers on here. I wonder if he's the only one. That would that would be crazy if the if MGF is the only uh, professional wrestler in the uh, in the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame because I know there's got to be more than just MJF as uh, as far as Jewish professional wrestlers go. There has to be more than just him. There has to have been more than just him. I can't imagine he'd be the only one or the, the most famous one. Uh, I mean, hell, I could be wrong, but <laughs> that's what it's looking like. So, uh, congratulations to MJF uh, on being one of the youngest inductees into the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Let's see here. Let me get more of my... Uh, let's move on to the rest of my news here. The highest viewed segments or matches of Raw, NXT, and SmackDown for the year 2023 have been revealed. Coming in at 1,061,000 views, the NXT Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton, where the man, Becky Lynch, became the NXT Women's Champion for the very first time in her career. That was the highest rated segment for NXT the entire year of 2023. The second highest rated segment was Monday Night Raw's Trial of Sami Zayn by the Bloodline earlier this year en route to the Royal Rumble. 2,765,000 views. And the most viewed video, or the highest viewed segment for the year at 3,070,000, The Trial of Roman Reigns by The Usos. That was on SmackDown. So Bloodline doing big business like the Bloodline only knows how. And speaking of videos, apparently as of two hours ago, CM Punk's WWE return now currently holds more views than the WWE return of The Rock. And it's just by a small margin. 7.2 million views on YouTube to The Rock's 7.1 million views and counting. That's crazy. For anyone, any AEW neckbeard out there that says Punk isn't worth a damn, look at these numbers, compare them to what you guys wish AEW's numbers were, and then take a seat and shut up. Let's see. Let me pull up the rest of the... I have one more thing I want to note here. For uh, the year, uh, the last little bit of wrestling news. And it's actually going to be uh, the week that I'm uh, coming back live to iSports Radio. This is going to be a big week. The first week of the new year is going to have special themed shows for the WWE. Starting with Raw, it's going to be Monday Night Raw Day 1. Monday Night Raw Day 1 for the first Monday of the new year. And then the following day will be NXT New Year's Evil, the special uh, event 
NXT New Year's Evil will be headlined by two big matches. Lyra Valkyria defending the NXT Women's Championship against Blair Davenport. And Ela Dragunov defending the NXT Championship against Trick Williams. That's right. Whoop that trick is coming after Ela Dragunov's NXT title. Uh, that's going to be a big, big event for NXT uh, New Year's Evil. And then the following Friday, the first Friday Night SmackDown of the new year, it will be SmackDown New Year's Revolution. That's right. So we got day one for Raw, NXT, New Year's Evil, and then SmackDown New Year's Revolution the first week of the WWE of the new year. And we're going to kickstart everything with myself on my show here. The road to WrestleMania officially begins the first week of 2024, guys. I'm going all in. And right there... That is the news, and let's jump into something else here. I just want to uh, go over this real quick. There actually is one more wrestling pay-per-view for before the end of the year, and that's coming to you from All Elite Wrestling AEW. That's AEW World's End. It is an upcoming professional wrestling pay-per-view that will be live December 30th. That's going to be next Saturday, not this coming Saturday, the following Saturday. At Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, New York, on Long Island. It'll be the first pay-per-view to be held in the state of New York for AEW. And this will this event will feature the finals of the inaugural Continental Classic to crown the inaugural AEW Continental Champion and subsequently subsequently AEW's first triple crown champion. Of course, the Continental Classic Tournament is basically AEW's version of the G1 Climax. They have different uh, leagues instead of uh, groups like New Japan does. They have the Blue League, which consists of Andrade El Idolo, Brian Danielson, Brody King, the Ring of Honor World slash NJPW Strong Openweight Champion Eddie Kingston, Claudio Castagnoli, and Daniel Garcia. The Gold League consists of John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Switchblade, Jay White, Roosh, Jay Lethal, and Mark Briscoe. And currently, right now, the the wrestlers who have been eliminated so far with zero victories in the tournament, Daniel Garcia, Mark Briscoe, and Jay Lethal. The league finals will take place at AEW Dynamite New Year's Smash, which is next Wednesday, not tonight. It will be next Wednesday night. Currently in the lead for each uh, league uh, with a tie of nine victories or nine points because you get points for each victory, apparently. Andrade El Idolo and Brian Danielson are tied with nine apiece. And in the gold league, John Moxley is up with 12 points. And Swerve Strickland is just behind him with nine points. So the winners of the blue league finals and the winners of the gold league finals next Wednesday at Dynamite's New Year's Smash will then compete in the championship final at World's End. 
And these are the matches so far. Uh, this pay-per-view is only a week away, and there's only three confirmed matches so far, which is the Blue League winner versus the Gold League winner. Championship final of the AEW Continental Classic for the inaugural Triple Crown Championship, which will fall under the Ring of Honor World title, the NJPW Strong Openweight Championship, and the inaugural AEW Continental Championship, because Lord knows AEW needs another championship. Because, yeah, that that's going to make all the sense. For the AEW Women's World Championship, Timeless Tony Storm defends the AEW Women's World Championship against the winner of tonight's women's match between Soraya and Riho. So whoever wins between Soraya and Riho will challenge Tony Storm at World's End for the women's title. And in the main event for the AEW World Championship, MJF defends the AEW World title against the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe. And that is right now the card, uh, unless uh, something happens while I'm here on the air, that any other matches are announced. But that is so far what we have for AEW's final pay-per-view of the year 2023. Stay tuned, guys. I will be right back live. We're going to take a quick little break and hear from a couple of our awesome colleagues here at IE Sports Radio. And then we'll be back with my year-end countdown for my Top 10 matches of the year 2023. Stay tuned, everyone. Drosky, the host of Heart of Texas Sports on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. On this station, we cover everything in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, from where we cover the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Stars, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Wings, Texas Rangers, TCU, SMU, we cover it all right here every Wednesdays from 9 to 10 p.m. Central Time. Make sure you stay live with me on the Heart of Texas Sports on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
What's going on, football fans? This is me, your boy, Larry, be inviting you. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join myself, Colin Reynolds, Mike Pat, and John Felipe for one of the most electrifying football shows you have ever heard. Three and out, right here at iSports Radio. Recap of the week before, a preview of what's to come, and of course, three hardcore head-to-head primetime face-offs each week. You don't want to miss it. Welcome back to the Premier Professional Wrestling Podcast on the Premier Sports Network. It's IE Wrestling Show on the IE Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, the SoCal Saint. If you're just now tuning in, we were going over some year-end news items. Uh, We had some injuries in the world of professional wrestling. Kenny Omega is going to be out indefinitely due to diverticulitis. Charlotte Flair on the WWE side of things is going to be out due to a severe knee injury. She's going to be out for nine months. She's going to miss WrestleMania, which really sucks. I'm sure she would have been in line for a huge match this coming spring at WrestleMania in Philly. I just wanted to shout out uh, to all my listeners. If you're still listening live, if you're listening later on the download or on YouTube, much appreciated. Thank you for sticking by me this year of 2023. Blessings to you and yours. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Just be with your family, love each other, just enjoy the time that you have together. Uh, it's really great um, that everybody is together for the holidays, That if you can be. If not, reach out to those who don't have anyone. Reach out to those who uh, don't have anyone to spend time with. Reach out to those who can't make it in this year. If you have family that's unable to be with you this year, do yourself a favor, check on them. Reach out to them, let them know that they're still loved, let them know that they're missed, and let them know that you wish that you could be there with them, or vice versa. Just wanted to, you know, get a little real with y'all for a minute. And also, 
Uh, I did forget to mention this, so I do apologize to our awesome sponsor. But please, check out PlanetJerky.net. PlanetJerky.net is the official sponsor for IE Sports Radio. Their jerky is 100% beef brisket. It is delicious. It's low in sodium, high in protein, no MSG. It's completely 100% homemade delicious beef jerky. PlanetJerky.net. This jerky is on a whole other planet. Ooh, yeah. So... The year 2023, guys. This has been a big year for the WWE, especially the WWE. This has been a big year for AEW. Maybe not so much in a positive way because there's been a lot of negatives. A lot of negatives. Let's put it out there. But one thing is for certain, there has been a lot of great professional wrestling. But before we get into the matches, there's something I want to discuss. I put out a little a little vote there on my, uh, on my X page. Literally only got one vote apiece. Kind of sucks. Wish I had some more help with that. Or, you know, more people were more aware. Or just, you know, kind of entertain the idea. Just to vote to help me out. But I literally only got one vote apiece for the two polls that I put up. And they were up for damn near a week. So, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. It happens. Uh, but I put up what show or what company was the best of 2023. And the choices were TNA slash Impact, AEW, NJPW, WWE slash NXT. And with the resounding one vote with 100%, it was WWE slash NXT, which I have to concede. And in my opinion, yes, WWE slash NXT was the promotion for 2023, was the best promotion. And I even put the best booker out there for the year 2023 and the choices were unfortunately i had to put his name out there tony khan for aw triple h for wwe's main roster ron smackdown sean michaels for nxt and i put scott demore for tna slash impact and the one vote that we got was for sean michaels in nxt which was surprising because man I would have to say it's, it was 50-50 between him and him and Triple H. But I may have to agree that Shawn, Shawn Michaels' booking of NXT has been very consistent all year round. Whereas there may have been some bumps here and there on the main roster for Triple H. Especially the time that Vince was still involved. Which really, really put a damper on things for a little bit of a time. But not so much to turn viewers away from the product, which thank God it didn't. Because once Vince was actually away from the product creatively, things got up picking up a lot. And Triple H got back in the saddle and we had a fantastic product uh, that no one, I I would say no one, had an opportunity to even think of uh, taking over. So uh, shout out to Shawn Michaels who won the IE Sports Radio's IE Wrestling Show's Best Booker of 2023. And shout-out to the WWE and NXT for Best Promotion of 2023. Hands down. Now, in my opinion, and only in my opinion, because it's my show, I am going to be counting down the top 10 matches that I feel were the best matches of the year 2023. And this was really hard for me to narrow it down to 10. Because there was a lot of great matches this year. Both 
I, I have to give it up both for AEW, WWE, and throw in NJPW and TNA slash Impact as well. And I mean, it, it may be. I will admit this. Uh, this vote or excuse me, this countdown is very WWE heavy because I mean they're the biggest show in town. And they put on a lot of great matches this year. A lot. And let's just jump into it, guys. And I want to say it's in no particular order, but I actually did take the time to put these in a particular order. So, for the first match, and I'm going to be doing a countdown. Coming in at number 10. Number 10, from WrestleMania 39, the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship, Gunter successfully defending his title against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. And this is simply, can be described in one way, and I'm going to try and do my best Wade Barrett impersonation, who is the commentator for Monday Night Raw. Uh, Big meaty man slapping meat. And that's what it was. Just big, meaty men slapping meat. These three men just went at it British Strong style. Just so many chops. These guys' chests were red and bleeding. And it was one of the hardest-hitting Intercontinental Championship matches in the history of WrestleMania. All three of these men put on a hell of a show. Uh, It was finalized with Gunter hitting a powerbomb on Sheamus for the victory. One, two, three. Gunter... Still, and to this day, right now, as of this past Monday Night on Raw, still the longest reigning and current Intercontinental Champion. There is just not seem to be an end in sight for Gunter's championship reign. Coming in at number 9, it is actually the only AEW match to make my countdown. And I did this for the specific reason that I really did enjoy this match. It was the only match in their series that I ever got to see. Not live, because I wasn't in London, but live as it was happening on pay-per-view. Because any other match I've seen has been on YouTube of these two men competing against one another, and that was damn near a decade ago. But here, or more than a decade ago, shit, 20 years ago. That's fucking insane. But coming in at number 9... For the quote-unquote real world championship. It was the opening match. And the fi- it was the opening match of the biggest show of AEW's young, young gestation. And it was also the final match of one of their biggest wrestlers on their roster. Before he was unceremoniously let go. Because of Tony Khan being unable to manage his company. And manage his talent like a boss. And not like a friend. It was CM Punk. Versus Samoa Joe. For the real world championship. CM Punk defeated Samoa Joe. Live at All In in London. In front of 81,000 fans. Yada yada. (coughs) Excuse me. Yada yada. With the Pepsi Plunge. A move he has not used in many many years. Which is a top rope pedigree. A move he has defeated Samoa Joe with previously. And defeated Samoa Joe again. That was a great opening match. And it would come out 
that after that even before this match even started, this match may have never happened because CM Punk got into a backstage fight with Jungle Boy Jack Perry beating his ass apparently and it scared Tony Khan to death where Tony Khan feared for his life. Oh no. Ooh, the billionaire boy was scared for his life around the big scary wrestlers and which led to Punk's unceremoniously being fired from the company. Which is fine because now WWE and CM Punk are reaping the benefits of CM Punk returning to the company this past November. Coming in at number 8, the undisputed tag team championship match from Night of Champions. KO, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeating Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. The the uh, progression of the Bloodline storyline after WrestleMania led to this awesome moment at Night of Champions where in the final moments of the match, the Usos interfered in the match, but not the way you think they would interfere, where Jimmy Uso hits Roman Reigns, boom, with a super kick to the face. And Jay looking at him like, what are you doing? And Jimmy looked at him and said, if you weren't going to do it, I'm going to do it for you. I got you. Boom! Another super kick to the face of Roman. And then a double super kick to the face of Solo Sokoa. Leads to a hula of a kick and a stunner from Kevin Owens. One, two, three. KO and Sammy retain the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles live in Saudi Arabia. And that's a loss for the bloodline. Which leads to my next pick at number 7, which was the following month's main event match at Money in the Bank, Bloodline Civil War. The Usos defeating Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. One of the biggest tag team matches of the year, main eventing Money in the Bank at the O2 Arena in London. And it came by way of victory of the Usos with an Uso splash to the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns by Jey Uso. Main event Jey Uso hitting that splash on Roman. Pinning him one, two, three. The first time Roman Reigns has been pinned in any type of match since December of 2019. Was the last time Roman Reigns was pinned by anyone. Until Jey Uso at Money in the Bank in London. Coming in at number six, the Intercontinental Championship match a couple of months ago, Chad Gable challenged the Ring General Gunter on Monday Night Raw in an awesome, awesome main event match. The prestige and value and importance of the Inter- Intercontinental Championship has really gone up since Triple H got hold of the book and he has booked Gunter to be one of the strongest champions in that title's history, if not its strongest. These matches that Gunter has been having have been a chef's kiss. Just beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. This man can have a bad match with no one. Point of fact. Check out this past Monday Night on Raw where he had a rematch from Survivor Series against The Miz. Everyone knows The Miz is not known to be a workhorse in the ring. Uh, You know, not a guy that has five-star quote-unquote matches. 
But man, did Gunter pull out the best match of Miz's career this past Monday night on Raw for the Intercontinental title. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Gunter has done wonders for that championship. The they always say it's not the man, it's not the title that makes the man. It's the man that makes the title. And in Gunter's, I, I would say in this situation, in Gunter's situation, that's exactly it. Gunter's talent has made the championship more important. <clears throat> We're going to take a short little break. We'll be back. And I'll give you my top five picks. Best matches of the year 2023. Stay tuned, guys. What's happening, sports fans? Are you a fan of Southern California sports? Are you looking for a show hotter than a hot summer day in California? Then look no further than the SoCal Supreme Sports Show, where I talk about all things Southern California sports. That's right, all sports teams from Southern California. From the hard-hitting tackles of the NFL, to the killer crossovers and big three-pointers of the NBA and WNBA, to the grand slams of the MLB, to the bone-chilling goals of the NHL, and to the booming kicks of the MLS, the SoCal Supreme Sports Show has it all for you. Oh, and let us not forget about the college sports as well. So join me, Taryn Rodriguez, every week here on iSports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Welcome back, IE Wrestling Show fans. It's your boy, the SoCal Saint. Thank you for sticking around. This is the final show of the year 2023 for the IE Wrestling Show, and I'll be back after the new year and ready to go on the road to WrestleMania. But this is the countdown for my top 10 matches of the year 2023. If you're just now catching up, the first five choices were at number 10, Gunter versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 39. At number 9, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe at AEW All-In. The final match of CM Punk's AEW career for the real, quote-unquote, world title. Coming in at number 8, we had KO and Sami Zayn successfully defending their tag team titles against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa at Night of Champions, which led to Bloodline Civil War at Money in the Bank. The Usos versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. And coming in at number 6, Gunter successfully defending the Intercontinental title against Chad Gable. And now, my top 5 picks for best matches of 2023. This definitely had to be on my list. I actually got rid of a different match, uh, which is an honorable put as my honorable mention. The men's Iron Survivor match from a NXT deadline a couple weeks back where Trick Williams won his NXT championship opportunity. But I had to put this match on 
my list. At number five, the Puerto Rican street fight from Backlash. Damian Priest goes one-on-one with Bad Bunny. That's right. The most streamed artist in the world, Bad Bunny, put it all on the line in a Puerto Rican street fight in Puerto Rico in front of his home country fans against Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. And man, what a match it was. Bad Bunny showed everyone for his love and respect of the professional wrestling business by putting on a fucking awesome match. Probably one of the best celebrity matches I have ever seen, if not the best. From the epic entrance of Bad Bunny to all the crazy spots in the match. Bad Bunny being put through uh, a table from the speakers with a falcon arrow. Bad Bunny doing huge splashes. The return of Puerto Rican wrestling legends Carlito and Savio Vega with the LWO in tow to help battle against the Judgment Day. Which led to Damian Priest falling short and losing to Bad Bunny in the Puerto Rican street fight. Coming in at number 4 was the Survivor Series War Games match. The men's Survivor Series War Games match. The Judgment Day. J.D. McDonough, Dominic Mysterio, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Drew McIntyre. Losing to Cody Rhodes, the World Heavyweight Champion, Seth Freakin' Rollins. Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and the returning Viper, Randy Orton. Awesome match. Best spot of the match goes to Randy Orton's huge RKO to J.D. McDonough, where J.D. McDonough was launched off the top of the cage into the arms, or I would say the RKO, of Randy Orton. And then, of course, after, during the celebration of the victorious team, we had the unexpected return of CM Punk to the WWE as the icing on the ready delicious cake that was Survivor Series War Games. And now, the top three. My top three choices for the year 2023. It will be, coming in at number three, from SummerSlam, the final match between these two superstars, which was fantastic and led to an unexpected endorsing of the American Nightmare by the Beast Incarnate. I'm talking about Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar, Match number three in their series. The first match took place at Backlash in Puerto Rico, which was also a great match. Cody escaped that match narrowly. Then there was another match at Night of Champions. And then they saved it for SummerSlam in one of the biggest matches on one of the biggest cards of the night. And definitely lived up to the hype. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar had an amazing match at SummerSlam. The best of the three. And that is why I put it at number three on my top ten matches of 2023. Coming in at number two. This is really difficult for me between these two matches, but I had to pick this one at number two. And it was the second. It's so funny that I put it at number two because it was the second in their series of three matches as well. For the NXT Championship at NXT No Mercy... Eli Dragunov defeats Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. What an amazing match this was. This crowd ate it up. This crowd was on their feet 
damn near the entire match. These two young lions of the next generation of WWE superstars. These two guys putting the NXT brand on their back, having one of the best NXT championship matches in the brand's history. Yes, the brand's history. There's been some great NXT title matches. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode comes to mind. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode comes to mind. Keith Lee versus Adam Cole comes to mind. But damn, I mean, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano comes to mind as well. But this right here lives up to that hype and can be said amongst those great matches as well. Carmelo Hayes and Ila Dragunov, two at NXT No Mercy. And finally, I wish we had... Do we have an effect for a drum roll? We do not. Uh, all right. <laughs> so... At number one, the SoCal States. Number one choice for match of the year of 2023. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos. The main event of WrestleMania 39 Night 1 for the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles. Yes, I... Decided to choose KO and Sammy defeating the Usos for the undisputed tag team title simply because it was one of the most emotional matches, one of the most emotional storylines leading up to this match. With Sammy being the honorary Us, the adopted brother of the Usos, being introduced into the bloodline, and then for him to turn his back on his adopted family to go back with his real family his brother kevin owens and to add the icing on the cake it was Sami Zayn getting the victory pinfall after three hulava kicks to jay uso that crowd at sofi stadium in los angeles was on their feet the emotion in that match alone is the reason why this is my number one pick for match of 2023 and guys, thank you for tuning in. I have loved every minute of this. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with me, for being loyal listeners. Thank you to Larry B., the head honcho, Taryn Rodriguez, and others affiliated with IE Sports Radio. Thank you so much for letting this little wrestling show be a part of the IE Sports Radio family. For 2023, guys, I got to say, deuces. Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Shout out to you and yours. Be safe, stay safe, and I will see you guys next year. Peace.